Hello there, me Cookie Monster, and today's letter is ha ha. Yeah, that letter F. That was good enough to eat. Ha ha. Oh, Hello and welcome to Food to Watch Films by. Oh, that's intense, episode 22. 22. <laughs> it's been a little while, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's been a long time, it's been a long time. It's been, been a long, lonely, 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 lonely time. Yes, and uh, if you've never listened to this podcast before, basically we talk about films we've watched and recommend food that we think would help to heighten, enhance, arouse, um, I don't know, violate your inner sanctum. Oh, so that oh, you can, oh, oh my! Uh, so you can really, you know, <laughs> divulge into that film, get deep within it. Yeah, yeah. Get your your, your hands right up into those giblets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Put your member in that mince meat and you know stuff that that turkey's anus. Is well, that way stuff? Uh, is that way stuff a turkey? I, I never know what the hole is. A little blue Adam. I wasn't, got, I wasn't talking about that kind of oh, stuff. Was, anyway, was anus too far? <laughs> no. But um, you know, we're your hosts. My name is Roger, and uh, my name is Adam, and we're your culinary connoisseurs. Your crusaders on the mission to um, discover the perfect accompaniment. Yeah, we are your only yeah, you hope. Yes, we are. But yeah, no, it has been a little while, hasn't it? Again. It's been but. time. We are, we are, in a sense, bringing the podcast back to life because... Resurrecting. <laughs> resurrecting it, if you will. Mm. Um... Um, but like a, a, a phoenix out of the, the ashes, the yeah. fiery ashes. But there, there is, a, a, I suppose, another reason why we've picked the theme of resurrection, not just to resurrect the podcast. I think that's the first time I mentioned resurrection. Oh, really well. introduce it as a theme, didn't well, we? okay. The theme is resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. This episode's theme is resurrection. So films that feature resurrection. Yeah, that. something like that. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, coming back from the dead. Yeah, but but no, no, there, there is there is another reason, Adam. Um, oh yeah, yeah. No, there's, there's something else that I wanted to get to the bottom of, um, and you know, our podcasts are quite a good arena, uh, you know, a good way of me to kind of explore things that have happened in, in my past, uncover mysteries. Yeah, often know, leads us down some complex paths, and sometimes I don't know, my, my life's put in, in danger, or, or things are put in my mouth that I don't want to be put in my mouth, and, and morals are compromised. I'm not, uh, well, not yeah, entirely comfortable I mean, with where this often goes, but go on. Yeah, well, well you know, it's... It's a story I've probably never told you before, but um, you know, when I was at school, there was a, a kid in my class called Billy Piper. Uh, <laughs> n- not that Billy Piper, of course. There's a lot um, of Billy Pipers out there, to be fair. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah some male, some female. Yeah, but, some yeah. have slept with Chris Evans. Some, some haven't. Well, this Evans. one didn't. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, he basically had a, a bit of a phobia of the letter F. Okay. And uh, when we were in infant school, you know, we started learning the alphabet, and every time you got up to the letter F, you'd always miss it out. Uh, when you know, asked to say a word that started with the letter F, he'd always go really quiet and he wouldn't answer, which was a bit odd. Right. 
As time went by, uh, this got a little worse and it began blacking out each time, you know, when we sang the ABC song, uh, always when it got to the letter F. <laughs> Later in junior school, some of the kids in the class started bullying him because he wouldn't say or write the letter F at all. You know, uh, Big Paul, Shit Gary, Fat Simon, all of them started taunting him by shouting words at him that started with the letter F until he's, you know, he'd break down and start crying. Shit, Paul. <laughs> uh, this got worse and worse and, and until one day in Mrs. Hooter's class uh, she asked him to write the word fondle on the board. Uh, what you know, kind of school did you go to? Uh, it was good school. Um, at first he said, you know, he just said he couldn't do it but the other kids started really, you know, laughing and chanting, you know, F off, silly Billy, F off. And, um, you know, he started shaking and breaking out in a cold sweat and saying, you know, don't make him angry, please don't make him angry. Suddenly, you know, Fat Simon, who'd been taunting him uh, the most, started choking and clutching at his throat like he was being strangled by an invisible force. I can still remember the the look of sheer terror and panic on his flabby little face as well when he started turning blue and his eyes bulging like a pair of oversized testicles and a pair of uh, ill-fitting speedos. Um, but the hold on Fat Simon was eventually released just before he passed out and little Billy ran ran out of the room shouting, you ooles, you ooles. I think he meant fools. Um, and, you know, we all thought he'd ran home that day and never returned and uh, basically never made it home. Um, his parents soon reported him missing. A few weeks went by and no one had seen hide nor hair of Billy until one day Pervy Pete known for jacking off over discarded porno mags in the woods, found his body floating face down in the quarry lake. Uh, when they hauled his body out of the water, they found the letter F etched into every inch of his body. That was a bit dark. Must pretty hooked up to be honest, man. Yeah. But yeah, an investigation into his murder began, and at first Pervy Pete was prime suspect. They'd been wanting to bust him for, you know, something for ages, apparently you know, indecently pumping your fist over a jazz mag in public wasn't enough to put him away. But they had no evidence to put him away for Billy's murder, so eventually all the leads ran dry, no other suspects turned up and the investigation went cold. To this day, no one knows who actually killed poor little Billy Piper, or why he was so afraid of the letter F, or why it was etched into his pale dead skin. Uh, but what's really weird though is I've started having visions of Billy recently, keep seeing someone who looks a bit like him you know, in busy crowds right outside my window. What's also really weird is I keep noticing all the letter F's are missing from, you know, like I've got all these alphabet based toys for my little boy and, um, and yeah, the other night I came down the, the stairs and into the kitchen and on the fridge it just said I return, my killer is still re, PS uck at Simon. I think what, because yeah, some of the F's are missed out, I think it was my killer is still free and uck. Fat Simon. Oh fuck, Fat Simon. Ah oh, right. So he's still yeah. got a grudge, anyway. but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think Billy might be back. You know, resurrected. I think he might be trying to tell me who killed him. But, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, that's just icky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> pretty icky. Um, <laughs> you, you know, you can say it. I, I, I know. Yeah. Uh, I had a bit of a strange upbringing. Yeah, your childhood gets stranger and stranger. It's, are you sure you didn't grow up in like a Stephen King novel? Mm-hmm. Were well. you in Dairy? <laughs> well, was he was he a, a clown that terrorised you as a child? Mm. Well, funny enough, Stephen does ring me from time, you know, to um, ask me for some inspiration for another novel. Well, clearly, yeah. Uh, We've got at least two novels in there, mate. Mm. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. So I wanted to use this this episode, this podcast, as a means to try and you know 
I thought maybe if we looked into films about resurrection and okay. got some ideas, maybe we could work out, you know, what this F thing is about, you know, what the F is about. I tell you what, let's pull up our socks mm-hmm. and let, let's investigate this because, mm-hmm. um, you know, we'll you see know, where it leads. Yeah, because, you know, I'm sick of getting weird messages on my fridge and. Yeah. Yeah, that's very strange. We, we're slowly turning into an investigative podcast. But they do I seem pretty, pretty popular, so uh, let's let's go down that avenue. Let, let's venture forth. Because this is Adam's. Adam's top ten. I mean, five. Adam's top five. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the theme is resurrection and some really interesting themes in uh, mm. movies of this nature. Yep. And I think for this uh, top five, I'd, I'd, I've set a few few ground rules with this because quite easily uh, I could have just listed five top zombie films mm. because, you know, dead returning from the grave, that's mm. the central theme from pretty much every single zombie film. Um, so I set myself a rule of, of just one zombie flick. Um, that I'm going to be referring to. And likewise, I'm staying away from ghosts because okay. although we get yeah. ghosts coming back, you know, like Sir Patrick Swayze in uh, Ghost. Uh, um, or Field of Dreams, field the of, baseball yeah, team. Exactly. They're still dead because of ghosts. By definition, they're, they're, they are still actually dead. They're not risen from the dead. Mm. Um, so I'm staying away from, you know, ghosts and also false ghosts. No, mm-hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi popping into there. Sorry, I'm just trying to remember, was it Altered Beast, the Sega game where it started with the guy who was like what from your grave and then was it Altered Beast? I can't remember now. Or oh, maybe it was Splatterhouse it might have been Splatterhouse too. Remember. I can't remember anyway. Can't remember. Anyway. Yeah I had Altered Beast but yeah. Anyway um, so good game. very good game we're off track though Jonathan sorry. So this top five mm-hmm. is going to be focusing on um, rather than films um, which feature Resurrections. I'm going for the the, the top five uh, characters who have risen from the dead Ooh. and returned to the living. Hello. Okay, so a uh, couple of honourable mentions. Firstly, um, uh, we, um, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh? I mean, he's pretty well known the, for returning from the dead. He's this, the ultimate resurrection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Passion of Christ. I suppose he did that. His resurrection was particularly. Large yeah. and significant. He did. It was it that resurrection impressed a lot of people. Mm. Um, so uh, yeah, Jesus kind of had to be on there. Um, yep. Young Frankenstein. So uh, yeah. we're going for uh, Frankenstein's monster, played by Frank Boyle, the yep. the late great Frank Boyle. Mm. Uh, Young Frankenstein, fantastic film. It's a brilliant film. Yeah, good old Gene Wilder mm-hmm. and Mel Brooks, one of my favourite. Directors and writers of all time, um, <laughs> the old time, uh, the Crow, um, Eric uh, yes. Draven, the yep. Crow himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, you know, uh, Brandon Lee tragically uh, being killed on set himself, famously. Yeah. But um, yeah, the Crow, following the footsteps of his father. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, but um, yeah, film central theme, resurrection. You know, revenge and and, and all sorts. Interestingly, I found this out the other day. The the guy wrote the uh, the graphic novel that the Crow is based upon. Mm-hmm. Did so after his uh, his uh, I think his girlfriend or his wife was killed in a car accident. So there's a lot of tragedy just surrounding that for that is. that production as a whole. Mm. But um, they keep going on about remaking the Crow, don't they? But mm. I don't know. Anyway, so The Crow, another honourable mention. So that takes us into our uh, top five. 
Number five. So number five, I've gone for a bit of a classic reanimator and ah, character, yes. Dr. Carl Hill. Well, mm. Carl Hill's head. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's mainly his head that's, uh, that's functioning and, and, and uh, working again. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the character himself, you know, if, if we were listing films, reanimated would be a lot higher up. But as a character, uh, certainly significant in terms of movies work, which feature resurrection. But the guy's a bit of a dick. <laughs> he is. He's a bit of a pervy dick. As soon as one of the first things Maybe. he does when he comes back from the dead, he tries to kidnap and, and grow up um, mm. one of the female leads in it. And. Um, mm. Yeah, in a, in a very weird scene when the headless guy's sort of directing his headless body to feel her breasts. And, mm. um, yeah, so for that, it got bumped down to number five for being a, a little dirty perv, Dr. Carl Hill. <laughs> I, I, love the, I love the intro in that film as well. The kind of Because mm. it, it, the music's it's very similar to Psycho, isn't it? It's, it's kind yeah. of a, a, a reimagining of Psycho. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's great, yeah. great atmosphere. No. And the graphics and everything. Anyway. Fantastic film, fantastic film. Um, number four? From Return of the Living Dead. This is my one zombie film mm-hmm. character that I'm, I'm choosing. I've gone for a tar man. There's a tar man who waits in the sky. He'd like to come and eat me. <laughs> Better think he'll eat our brains. Something, uh, something yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, tar man, uh, it actually featured in the top five when we did a zombie mm-hmm. dedicated film. I it think did. it was a number one zombie Mainly yep. because that one character introduces us to a lot of um, things that I suppose characteristics that we associate syn- uh, synonymously with with any zombie flick these days. You know, yeah. zombies eating brains—that's the first time <laughs> that we had that. Uh, talking <coughs> zombies as well. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> Apologies. I'm just joking on a chocolate digestive. Crumb. <laughs> Shall we go back and, and do that? No, 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 no. Keep, keep, keep going. <laughs> So yeah, it brought us a lot of key key characteristics that we uh, are synonymous mm. with uh, uh, zombies today. So you know, yep. zombies eating brains, brains. What zombies talking as well? Mm-hmm. But you know that the famous line of brains, yep. being quick as well, there. being able to run as well. That, yeah. that was new. Yeah, from yeah. the Night of the Living Dead exactly zombie. yeah yeah so it wasn't just that sluggish movement so we are, we have uh, Tarman um, mm. is uh, yeah we have, we have a lot to fight Tarman for so, Tarman 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 uh, Tarman how's he doing so uh, yeah number four is uh, Tarman for Return of the Living Dead number three number three gone for Frank Bannister, who's mm-hmm. Michael J. Fox's character, out of The Frighteners. Yeah. Peter Jackson's classic, The Frighteners. Um, that is such a good film. Yeah. I mean, some brilliant use of practical effects. Again, you just sort of we've seen a peak of Peter Jackson's potential. Peak of the potential. Peak of the potential. Um, and, yeah, I mean, Michael J. Fox, great performance, and a good cast supporting him as well. Um, some pretty dark and creepy bits in it. Uh, but you know, a lot of brilliant comic beats as well. And um, Frank Bannister, um, yeah, gets his powers of being able to communicate the dead after being brought back from the dead himself. So, pretty interesting concept yeah. um, there. You know, uh, one that's sort of been utilised in different films since, like Ghost Town, was it called, with Ricky Gervais? Uh, you know, to a much lesser extent. Um, but yeah, that's number four. Mm-hmm. Number four. Sorry, that's number three. <laughs> uh, number two. Number two. Gone for... I mean, I've debated whether this should be number one because it is the daddy of them all. Okay. And I've changed this at the very last minute. Mm-hmm. 
but I've gone for Boris Karloff, Frankenstein's monster in 1931 Frankenstein. Because that's what it all started, wasn't it? You know, the, what, what we associate with, with you know that that thematic concept of resurrection, a lot of the conventions are taken from Frankenstein. Um, and, you know, 1931, love that era of sci-fi horror flicks, you know, Boris Karloff, and then going further into uh, Bela Lugosi, sort of era into yeah, etc. Um, but yeah, it's, it's that that film is, is heartbreaking in places as well. Um, you know, you get to, I mean, Karlov. He didn't ask to be brought. He didn't ask to be brought back in. There's that horrible scene where he, he, he accidentally kills a little girl at the river who showed him kindness, but he doesn't understand. He didn't understand the consequences of his actions. Um, and then, you know, is, is, is he really the monster? Is he the monster? And that's again a pretty central theme that we that we see throughout these type of films. Um, but yeah, um, Boris Karloff as Frankenstein's monster. Um, and number two. So what could number? Sorry. What could possibly be that, John? I don't know. Better think you're about to tell me. Number one. Number, number one. one. It's Alex Murphy. Robocop. Oh yes. I mean, come on. If. If Frankenstein started the resurrection movie story genre, Mm. Robocop perfected it. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to get some shit for this choice, maybe. But, oh no, no, but, no I, think, I think it's a great well, choice. Yeah, think about it. I mean, you know, you, you've got every central theme, which we'll go on about, talk about mm-hmm. a little bit later. Those key elements mm-hmm. of, of a resurrection movie are in Robocop, yeah. and are used to great effect. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Alex Murphy, number one with a bullet. <laughs> Robocop. Robocop. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. And I don't it, know what that's. That was a terrible impression, Robocop. Yeah. And and there's, there's a whole great um, series of characters in that as well, isn't there? Yeah, so. you, you can easily dismiss Robocop. And I think I've said this before on the podcast. You can easily dismiss it as eighties action, but there's so much political satire in there. Um, oh, I, won't go, I won't go so far to say a perfect movie, but it's not far off for me. Yeah, it's it. good. It's very good. Anyway, so that's um, your top five yeah. Resur- resurrection resurrections. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yes, if you have your own equivalent of a top five um, of this particular genre, then um, do feel free to tweet us at FTWFB Podcast. Get in touch with us on Facebook, or you know, um, I don't know, maybe kill yourself and rise again. And then come and see us. You yeah, know, ha- haunters, haunters. If you, yeah. if, if, if you want, as long as you're not, you know, an aggressive uh, spirit of any sort. Yeah. You, you know, just can hang out and mm. you know, shoot the shit. Mm. Mm. Alrighty, I'll um, yeah. Shall we move on? Uh, yes, let's. It is happening again. It is happening again. Speed, speed, yes. 
How do, how do? Pablo here with another cupboard cast. This time uh, speaking to you from my hometown of uh, Newcastle upon Tyne, the northeast of England. Um, so, uh, basically, main reason being is that uh, the lesser spotted Gordon Sumner, aka Sting, has been seen in the area, uh, touting a musical about shipbuilding or something like that. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I've. Um, Decamp myself to his uh, northeast homestead uh, here in the posh part of town, of course. Um, seems empty. Um, just been having a little bit of a route around. Uh, I'm just going to go into this room here. And... Oh, oh, nice. Um, sorry, it's just kind of a bit of a shock there. Um, there's a, a big like Amazonian native guy um, in this room. Um, massive plate in his lip. Um, made of stings, also I thought, because uh, this fella seems to be stuffed. Um, I mean, come on, Sting, I'm all for preserving the rainforest, but I'm not quite sure that that was what you had in mind. Um, but yeah, yeah, never mind. I'll um, I'll just set myself down here whilst we're waiting for the arrival of the stingster. Um, yeah, whilst I'm here, I think I'll um, recommend a. Uh, ooh, let me think. Uh, a podcast I've been listening to as of late, um, Horny for Horror. That's horny as in four as in the number and horror as in my favourite thing in the world. Um, yeah, it's a, a great podcast from the shores of America. Essentially, it's three uh, American comedians, all fans of uh, all things horror, especially on the uh, the B-movie side of things. Um, we've got Bessie Sodaro, um, who you may have heard on the Comedy Bang Bang, uh, Comedy Bang Bang podcast. Um, Adam McCabe and um, Mano Agapian, um, maybe Agopian, I'm not 100%. But yeah, um, every week they uh, release a podcast um, where they often either review a film or uh, interview uh, a, a horror legend. Uh, they've interviewed Freddy Krueger, um, Chunky, not Chucky, but very similar, and Annabelle, um, the living dead doll. Um, so, yeah, it's um, great. And um, every now and again, they do a, a horny bowl where they pit, uh, pit their different horror icons against each other um, and basically set up a winner. Um, but, yeah, it's great fun. And very funny, um, and uh, well worth a listen, and a bit of your time. Right, well, that's about that for uh, plugging things. Um, let's have a quick look out and see what... I hear a bit of rustling out there. Oh, I think I walked past it without even realising. Just just in the other room there, I can see a bit of rustling, and Sting crawling out of what I can only assume to be a sex yurt. Um... When quite a colourful sarong. Uh, right, he seems to be coming, coming through into this room. I'll just duck down in this cupboard. Let's have a look. Right, he's whispering some sort of singy-songy, you know, Jamaican reggae-style wording into... I can't quite hear what it is, but, you know, how Sting does. He's whispering it into the, the Amazonian's ear. Oh, he's shaking, quivering. Oh, my goodness. He's bringing it to life. Just a report. It seems as if Sting is some sort of uh, zombie uh, master, some sort of uh, Amazonian voodoo priest, um, because he has resurrected his plate-faced Amazonian friend, 
Who's looking right at me now? Luckily, Sting hasn't really noticed. Oh, luckily, the, the benefit of the plate in the face means that you, you can't really work out what he's trying to say. I think he's trying to let Sting know. Sting's not having any of this. Um, let's see. Oh. Oh, he's, he's getting a bit cross with Sting, not understanding him. Bit of a ruckus there. Um, oh, Sting's partner's wrong. Can't quite see what's happening here. Oh, oh. oh. So the chieftain's been launched back right against the door of this cupboard. Basically shutting this door. I can just make go through the, the keyhole here. Yeah, just as Sting's drawing a sarong back in place. Yes, yeah, I think I can see what he did there. Um, a little known uh, fact of the uh, tantric lovemaking is that you're able to um, essentially bring your uh, your penis inside your body and uh, release it uh, in a forceful blast. Um, and what Sting's done, he seems to have used this in a kind of a, a violent sense, in a kind of a, a one-inch dick punch uh, effect, uh, sending the chieftain back here. Um, unfortunately, leaving me stuck in the cupboard. Uh, so... Right, well, I guess I'll just have to leave it here and bid you adieu. Um, right, uh, right, well, see you later. Right, ta So, um, usually, as part of the podcast, we generally do a review of a, a main film that we've chosen to focus on and provide you with a film food recommendation. But um, this well, time, we, I, I don't know. I don't got know. a bit of a cold there. I, I don't know what I'm trying to do. Anyway, <laughs> um, we have decided actually just to do something a little bit different. It's always nice to mix things up a little bit. And what yeah. we've done instead is, um, rather than focus on one in particular, what we've decided to do is focus on what we think are the kind of the key ingredients, a bit of a tenuous food link there, key, key ingredients to what would make a good resurrection film mm. so whether it be you know a brand new film what you'd want to put in it or just generally what's worked in other films something like that we're gonna <coughs> we're gonna we're gonna cook up a movie yeah by we're... the end of it we're gonna have a big steam pile film yes gonna bake bake you a film mm. that's gonna be tantalizing tasty titivating and and more importantly digestible and resurrection related yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's try this. Let's let's try this. Let's go. I don't know what to do. Do you, do you want to go I, first? I, 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 we're, we're twenty-two months into this. I don't know. Like, we, this is the first time we've changed the format. <laughs> Yeah, what would you throw in the pot? Okay, we've got, we've got, we've got okay. this, we've okay. got this hypothetical mm -hmm. melting pot. Mm -hmm. Like, yep. like there it is. it's There's heated up. It's empty pot. at the moment. There's yeah, nothing yeah. to melt in it. Like, like, what's the first one we're going to throw into? Okay, that? okay. What's that base <laughs> ingredient? Okay, okay. Well, well, for me, the, 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 actually, this is probably a really shit one to start with. But <laughs> um, for me, animals. <laughs> <laughs> There's something what? about. Animals coming back from the dead for me just works as a concept. Like, it's good to have the humans come back as well, but having animals, and I'm talking, you've ever seen like Pet Cemetery or, you know, like just, I don't know, uh, okay. zom zombie cats. So you, you want to, evil. Wanna, you want for a, I'm going to, I'm going to counteract this a little bit because I get, I get where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. There are films that feature 
um, zombified, resurrected yep. animals, and you know, yeah, Resident Evil got the yeah, there the, the, can be an element of that. In the face. To me, the best resurrection films. The main protagonist is the the individual who has been resurrected. Mm-hmm. Don't want to, go, want to go on about Robocop too much, but <laughs> example, <laughs> Robocop, Alex Murphy. Because what you've got then is it leads into a bit of a a bit of a either sort of revenge story, unfinished mm. business, that type of thing. Mm. My, my my first ingredient, I think, <laughs> thematically, thematically that you need to put into this type of movie. You need an untimely death, an unjustified Ooh, okay. death. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. And if possible, mm-hmm. a death that has been come about at the hands of a corrupt or evil individual. So murder. Mm. We're talking about yeah, murder yeah. here. So, so there's an element of revenge. That is the motivator well, that, for coming back. It sets everything else up. Mm. You've got, you know, a, 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 a you know possibly mm. a young man or just somebody who's mm. you know a good all-around guy yeah. you know family or yeah. uh, I, I mean you, you could do that with animals though you know okay, like right, okay. imagine, imagine if we were watching like turner and hooch and uh, okay. hooch gets blasted in the face with a shotgun by a, oh, you know, no. a bickle style character and he no. comes back again and he's got this revenge he's like you know you you killed me and probably killed turner maybe maybe turner gets blown away at the same time and it's all about okay. all right revenge. all right that would be awesome imagine okay. a dog like that with the jowls okay. angry all right, so <laughs> so we've got Hooch. We've got Hooch. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll start with Hooch, okay? But Hooch, <laughs> Hooch is a... Uh, I can go with this because, you know, yeah. is, is a strong lead dog. Yeah. Um, so we've got animals and we've got untimely... Untimely death, death of an animal that's been murdered uh, <laughs> by somebody. And then that, that will lead... That'll pay off mm. later on because we'd have the payoff of that taste of revenge. Yeah. That bitter taste... Ingredient number two. Um, I th- I well, think, you, I th- need, you need. A, uh, I think it's my turn to pose pose an ingredient next. Oh yeah, I saw it. So <laughs> your ingredient. <laughs> no, 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 okay. We threw the dog back in there though. I just gave it more texture. Well, you know, this is like when you're cooking. You know, sometimes you have a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You don't necessarily just all, all always put that one ingredient in first. You might put a little bit back in again later. Yeah. You, uh, anyway, we're digressing. But um, for me, it's brains. So something brain related, you know, whether it's the cons- consumption of brains, whether it's, you know, I'm, t- I'm thinking like young Frankenstein, you know, he's got the Abbey normal brain, yeah. which it then sparks off um, the character of um, the Frankenstein's monster. Okay. Where, um, yeah, there's that joke, isn't it? Anyway, I won't play on the well, joke. This sort of leads in, sorry to interrupt and still you put jump on your point again. Fuck you. Anyway. It's the first time I've jumped on your point, I promise. <laughs> Um, <coughs> yeah, th- this leads into the the, the ingredient that I was going. So th- th- this again is, is 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 combining our ingredients to make a super ingredient. So we've got brains, mm. but I was thinking you have to have a mad scientist. You've got you've got to have mm, yeah, yeah. or some element to cause a resurrection. There's got to be science in there. There's got to be science. Yeah. So, just to jump, uh, science was my third one. So let's just mix all that together. Oh, yeah, brains, yeah. science. Well, there's two there's two <laughs> ways you can resurrect. Though, I suppose the the there's there's voodoo shit. Oh yeah, there's the voodoo. There's the voodoo shit. The voodoo hoodoo, what you don't dare do, people. Exactly. There's that, or there's the science. I'm, 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 I'm always taking more with the science. Science is good. Yeah, aspects yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's cool. Like having some crazy guy who's like, I'm gonna do it, and then he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know why he's from New York. Yeah. But, so um, well, who should ask? So the, the science. So we, we, the scientist messing around with the brain. Where's the scientist come from? 
Where's he, where's he picking up the dead dog? Is he uh, a, a vet who was mm. chucked out of veterinary school too early for having crazy ideas? And yeah. then... or, or maybe he just had a, a string of bad luck of pets all dying in hideous yeah. ways. And, the, and you know, he goes and he, he, he walks past Hooch's, you know, shattered face. Yeah. And thinks, I'm, I'm going to sort this it's out. Like no, more, no more shall dog owners have to suffer at the mm. hands of a shotgun. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's coming back from having his own, you know, yeah. pooch put down. When he was younger, injection. we see his backstory. When he was younger, you know, he lost it. His mm. dog got run over by... You know, the neighbour's bulldozer. Pudgy. Uh, but you know. And mm. then... And he, he tried mm. to, but, you know, the dog was like paste. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why the neighbour had a bulldozer, but... Um, yeah. You know, the dog was gone and he was like, he could never resurrect it. But now, years later, he's perfected the art by manipulating brainwaves mm. and electrons in the brain um, to re-spark uh, that life. Um, <coughs> I'm going to throw this out there to you. Oh, actually, no, no. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I've just thought of... Unless, maybe, because the police, you know, they get on the scene, they're like, Turner's dead, Hooch has been blasted. We need to find out who did this. Maybe they, you know, as a last chance saloon on, like, who could have been behind this. One of, you know, a cop, this, like, broken cop who needs to try and get his life back on track, seeks the help of a, you know, a known idiot scientist. And he thinks, oh, I'll give give it a go. I'll give it, I'll try it. This is a stupid idea. Nothing's going to come of it. Exactly. He knows him because he got Mm. arrested previously. But for uh, yeah. like like raiding a, a a pet cemetery, yeah, yeah, or you know, um, or um, stealing jacking off over dogs. mags in a wood in some woods. Oh no, 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 no okay, yeah, sorry, I'm, yeah, I'm jading yeah. this character we, we, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. We, he still needs. To, I think the mad yeah. scientist needs to have his flaws because he's got a god plant complex. He's got, yeah. um, you know. He's got a thing for dead animals as well. He's, he's got a I don't think he's <laughs> resurrecting them to touch them. I, th- I think he's probably just leaving them to be dead. Um, he's not a necrophiliac as well. Well, maybe he's not a It could be like the ultimate taxidermist who, you know, takes it even further, if you know what I mean. Stuffs a bit anyway, of himself anyway. inside the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Can I throw something out there in terms of casting ideas mm-hmm. at, the, at this juncture? Okay. Okay. Mad scientist. Jeff Goldblum. Mm. Come on, yeah, yeah. Come Jeff, on. Jeff Golden, good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's almost kind of you know throwing a little bit of the fly mm. character type of in there. That mad scientist has done it before, but not an older Goldblum, an older as he's got yeah, older. Jeff yeah. Goldblum has just weathered. Well, he's. I mean, he was always a kind of outlandish character mm. anyway. But mm. now you see him act, and it's almost like he's mm. just like, fuck it, I'm Jeff Goldblum, I can do what I want. Yeah. I, I, I can and we see need that in the scientist. I think he'd be better than he was on the fly. I can see him tenderly stroking a corpse of a dead dog, and, mm, you know, yeah. with, a, with a look of, you know, glazed, yeah. shiny eyeballs, and, you know, yeah. romance of, uh, you know, what his childhood dream was, his pooch. And, yeah, exactly. You know, he, he, he would manipulate that dog in a very convincing manner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so sorry. <coughs> Hairball. Hairball. Um, um, so, yeah, so we've got, we've, we've got now... So, just to, to recap, listeners, um, we've got the untimely and unjustified death of um, Sergeant animal. Hooch, police dog. Um, we know he, he, he was murdered by a shotgun in the face. Um, his partner, Turner... Um, now also comes back shotgun in the face. No, no, because he, he's trying to, to find out who killed his partner. So oh, he's he's okay. the one. Who, he's he's distraught. He's lost. In his, in his desperation, he seeks the help of a mad scientist who has been mm. previously um, arrested for, for um, manipulating dogs who <coughs> in a pet cemetery. Yeah. Um, 
and um, so he knows of him and he knows of his crazy ideas and mm-hmm. you know this guy got kicked out of his veterinary fetishes. school for yeah his fetishes and, and bizarre yeah. experiments he's conducted in the past it's his last chance to find out who mm. killed Hooch and, and, and maybe you know bring him back so mm. nothing to lose he goes to, to the mad scientist played by Jeff, Gold, Gold, Jeff Goldblum have we got a name for the mad scientist? Um, Professor Sphinxter 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 Professor Baconface oh hang on that brings me on to my next ingredient actually <coughs> I don't know why I'm saying Baconface Professor, okay we've got Professor Stir no, Sample um, what? oh god I can't think Professor I can't think of anything. Uh, Bowermore. No. Barrymore. Ba- Barrymore. Yeah, <laughs> Professor Barrymore. Yeah, yeah, Professor Barrymore. I think that's got a nice ring, uh, ring, yeah, uh, ring yeah. to it. Like, okay. Uh, Professor, Professor Barrymore, yeah. uh, played by Jeff Goldblum. Mm. Um, Barrymore for no apparent reason, although yeah. um, we were struggling to think of anything witty. Pro- Professor Barrymore. Um, okay. But that, yeah, uh, my next ingredient is yeah. bacon, as in Kevin Bacon. Right. Um, who could actually be an, uh, you know, another um, you know, another proposal for the character of the... Um, oh, no, maybe he could be the detective. Do you reckon, do you reckon he'd be a well, detective? Well, uh, all right, so should we... Okay, so we're, we're throwing out this being some sort of sequel to Turner and Hooch. <laughs> Hooch Rises. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying Hooch's I'm trying to last what bark. Other, what other characters could we put in there? Hooch Less, sniffs it. Yeah. Snuffs it. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I think... Both Turner and Hooch get blasted. Should it be Turner and Hooch, or should we do something original? Well, it, it could be based on. It could be like you know. Um, it's, it's a dog. Uh, it's a dog and a cop combo. It could be it's either Turner and Hooch or K Nine. Yeah, Hooching, it, it could be like shit. a branch off. You know, like another story that you know mm-hmm. that was never told um, until now. And maybe Kevin Bacon also works at, in the force where those guys work. It could be Tom Hanks' of, best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and, and he's, um, tra- he's trying to reel him in. <gasps> Inspiration. Okay, just got a bit of inspiration here. Oh, okay, okay. okay. And uh, well, just to say, the only reason why I, I suggested Kevin Bacon was not just because it was food related, but also Flatliners. I think is a great resurrection film. It is. Absolutely. I mean, it's dated pretty terribly, but um, yeah, there's something about Kevin Bacon, his hair, his face, just always just amuses you, me. You, you've got to throw a bit of Goldblum in there, throw a bit of Bacon in there. Goldblum and Bacon. You can have a hit film. Goldblum and Bacon. Now we've got Bacon in there. I think this bit, bacon always adds to mm. re- any recipe, oh, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. It enriches the flavours, the base aroma. The, it, it smells great. It can't just be a, a fly-by, <coughs> standby character. Mm. He's got to have a proper impact upon the storyline. And I've got an idea. I've got mm-hmm. a concept. Now, we've already got the theme of revenge. Mm-hmm. To have a theme of revenge, you need a good villain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. You need an unexpected villain. It can't be obvious. We're jumping the gun here, but we've yeah. already introduced the bacon. Uh-huh. We need to justify why we've got the Ooh. bacon in there. Yeah. Reason we have the bacon. You, you in don't there. really need to justify why the bacon's in there. Oh, no. Bacon, but, but, just put it in there. Hear me put out. It in the Hear me out. This is what makes the bacon so significant. <laughs> He's, on face value, Turner's best friend in the force. Mm-hmm. He's trying to stop him from doing this crazy stuff because, or so we think, it's, he feels it's in Turner's best interest. However, almost kind of ghost style, we find that actually the best friend is a villain who he killed, killed, killed Hooch. And he's he trying to cover Hooch. his tracks. He knows it's a possibility that Hooch mm. could come back from the dead. That's true. And, and, and suss Ma- it out. Oh, maybe Hooch caught him in the act of doing something. Yes. 
and he was like, he was oh. following up on a lead, no pun intended, yeah. dog lead. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> he was like following up on that. That's good. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, does this link through to my final ingredient? What's your final ingredient? Innocent children <laughs> being corrupted. No, but it does because, uh, and the only, again, the only reason, because another film that I quite enjoyed was The Innocence, which is based on the story, The Turn of the Cr- uh, the Turn of the Screw, uh, about two uh. ch- child children who actually are being manipulated by spirits who want to, uh. be, you know, be, you know, uh, uh, take them as a host and, um, you know, live, relive their lives through these children, basically. But yeah, so children being corrupted maybe that could be kevin bacon's um thing that hooch observes and you know Let, uh, let's see what we can do with that but just to recap your 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 <laughs> your chosen ingredients so far uh animals bacon kevin bacon and innocent children <laughs> well I, I also said brains and science <laughs> oh, okay well, all right yeah yeah no, I, think, I think it's a great great combination of flavors let's see what we can do with that we've got we've got innocent children mm-hmm. yeah because I mean that that if 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 there's a, a villain who's doing something to innocent children, <laughs> hey, it happens. It's a dark yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, it's a dark dark world. Are, are we going to go as far as? Could be like Joseph Fritzl style. Maybe he's keeping oh, no. a kid in the basement. No, I, I think no. he needs to be part of a bigger conspiracy. Trafficking. How dark do we get? Trafficking. With this? Trafficking. We're going for trafficking. Mm. Okay, trafficking. That's that's believable. Yeah, that's believable. Hooch stumbles upon, you know, he's a lead, lead in this trafficking ring. Ring. He's the, you know, the main source on this. He's using and, and abusing his powers as a police officer mm. um, to do this. Um, Hooch can sniff out a bad cop from a mile away. He's mm. onto him. So, and maybe that's another motivator for um, Jeff Goldblum's character maybe it's when he was a child some bad shit happened to him and you know so there's that element to it so as the story progresses he becomes more committed to it and he's more determined to um, I don't know resurrect animals maybe maybe also resurrects more animals towards the end and there's like a whole army of animals coming at um, Kevin, uh, not Kevin oh yeah, yeah I like Bacon. this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah suddenly, yeah. it's you know, like, and you don't expect it either. Like, Hooch is, you know, Hooch is resurrected. They have that final scene, and you think Hooch is lost. Like, is it, you know, maybe, maybe Kevin Bacon's got his shotgun out again or something, and then suddenly, out of nowhere, fucking uh, Kestrel comes out. <laughs> um, I don't know, a um, uh, 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 stoat, a couple of weasels. And they're like clawing at him. There has to be an horrendous death. He, well, has to, he has to fall off a building or something. Well, the, well this is the thing. We, we need into we, a mincer. We've got okay. So we, we've got, we've got the uh, Mad Scientist playing God brings it back. We've got the bad villain mm-hmm. guy here. Um, we've got as resurrected Pooch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, we. I think we need to talk a bit about that conflict because one of the central themes mm-hmm. of any good resurrection film is understanding that. When somebody's resurrected, mm-hmm. or some dog is resurrected in this case, they're never quite the same dog. No. They never come back quite the way they were. And there's challenges within that, that mm. there's twists in the storyline because of that. Mm. You know, this, on face value, this is this is the dog. The maybe dog that has, we all um, loved. Maybe he has really bad worms as well. Yeah. Maybe he's like constantly like, you know, doing he's that thing constantly where they slide itching. on their asses to try and get the worms out of their bum holes. You know, Turner gets his favourite toy and he throws it to him and he's just like oh. it hits him in the face and he's it's like, just like oh yeah uh-huh. one eyeball uh-huh. hanging out and just like his yeah. like, uh, lower jaw oh, just dropped off and maybe he no longer eats dog food maybe he only eats like corpse yeah. you know, like 
um, offcuts or I don't know maybe we'll, we'll, we'll need to start thinking about how we're, finish, dogs. How we're finishing this off because we've got that complexity around what about what about what about um, maybe Hooch is killed again maybe you know he's he's Put, put, put to his final resting place, shall we say? Yeah. Maybe Kevin Bacon also falls to his death in some hideous manner. Maybe he also gets like impaled on shit and what have you. Um, but they deliberately bring him back so he can then serve out a prison sentence as a as an immortal, um, non-dead, <laughs> undead. Yeah. And suffer, you know, as stinking, slowly just decomposing, decaying thing. You see, I quite like the poetry. Of him being killed at the hands or the paws of other <laughs> dogs. Yeah. But I feel like we, we, we're doing the, the, the child trafficking ring. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, the the his ultimate demise could come at the hands of... An innocent child. An innocent child. So why don't we change the child trafficking ring <laughs> to innocent children, but dog children, puppies... And he's got an illegal puppy ring. Mm. So is that shit? Yeah, we'll yeah, move on from that. That's, okay. that's a bit. We're overcomplicating it. But but a child could, you know, maybe maybe there is a little child character in it. Just little kicks little Billy. In, just kicks knows. him in the balls at the end. <laughs> yeah, maybe there's a Billy Cute. Piper. And, um, you know, maybe, maybe he's got a, a speech-related issue that only is resolved once he pushes Kevin Bacon off the side of a building and onto a, a, a steel fence. Or, yeah. We've, we've, we've sort of touched upon this, but this is the, the final key ingredient Ooh, to me. Oh, more ingredients. Yeah, okay, yeah. And we, we have sort of touched upon it, but it needs to be something spectacular. It needs to be a real, um, really, you know, tear-jerking moment. Mm-hmm. That's the return to the ashes scene. Oh, is in... We know this resurrection can't last. Yeah. You know, once that business, uh, the unfinished business is resolved... Mm-hmm. Hooch has got to go back to his final, like say, his final resting place. He's got to go to the big dog house in the sky. Yeah. Maybe there's, um, you know, you, see, you see the shot of the grave. You know, his collar is there. Maybe there's a frame picture of him and Turner, um, and it, you know, the camera just pans out slowly, and then suddenly the paw like thrusts out, like, but then and cut. So why did the paw for a start? I don't know. I just that's, that means he's back alive again. Then we're well, like, yeah, but you know, <laughs> sequel. It, it, it's that kind of you know end of Friday the Thirteenth thing. Jason jumping off the you know okay. out of the water. You know that kind of surprise, like oh shit. You know. I think I think though I think for it to have some some emotional because it needs to have that emotion in it. I think mm. we've got to there's got to be sacrifice. Mm. So I think the the, the 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 death scene should come on him taking down Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. So the other animal yeah, corpse they, they, is held. They both fall into something. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's got to sacrifice himself. Yeah. Kevin Bacon get. We think he's dead. In fact, we think he's dead by being mauled by the other zombie things. But he he, he isn't. Mm. He he manages to to sort of survive that somehow. Although he's horribly maimed, <laughs> and he comes back to you know draw his gun out when we think he's dead to take down Turner. Who sees this? And by the way, because we we've already established he's rotting, his jaws dropped off, his tail's falling off. He's only got two legs at this point. God knows how he's keeping balance. But yeah. he manages to to do one last pounce with his yeah. two little legs. <laughs> one last pounce goes straight into Kevin Bacon, knocking him off the edge 
of a cliff and we just see him fall impaled on the fence for some reason it's the bottom yeah, of, a, spiky of, a, of a spiky thing. fence yeah, well, so there's got to be spiky the, fence yeah. both fall both are yeah. impaled um, we run down and we get one last sort of yeah. and we know that yeah. means yeah. I'm okay guys I'm, in, I'm going to a better place now yeah and, and maybe maybe Jeff Goldblum's character as well maybe he, he has to have some sort of resolution and maybe it's something like he decides you know enough of the science yeah he's done enough science That's he's done it. enough science he's done enough dogs <laughs> and maybe he just drops it all and he just walks he just walks down the street yeah he, he packs up his lab because there's two ways to go with the mad scientist you can either get the mad scientist being taken down and killed by his own his own creation yeah. there can be poetry within that but the, the we're not using the, the, the scientist as, as a vehicle for, for being the villain we've already got that in, in Bacon <laughs> so Goldblum's purpose there is to you know sort of facilitate the resurrection but he's got to learn a lesson like you say as well that, mm-hmm. that playing God doesn't work you know he can't let his ego get in the way of this the ego of mm-hmm. man to, to, to you know manipulate life so he's mm-hmm. yeah he learns that lesson you know mm-hmm. you know science can do some amazing things but maybe yeah. that was a step too far or he resurrects Kevin Bacon as his own personal lapdog yeah. lapdog that dog you know, like maybe you just see Kevin Bacon at the end, sort of part dog, part we're just with Kevin Bacon's face on a dog, and he's got like you know his rain on him, and he's making him like you know he's lick just, his balls, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> making him chow down on some <laughs> covering peanut butter on those those <laughs> Jeff Goldblums, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So either way, abandoned science, or he continues, and you know really puts Kevin Bacon's suffering at the forefront of his um, existence yeah well, yeah, I, I, you know I'm not going to lie I think there's some tweak into this but mm. I, I think you know let's turn it's, that heat, it's, heat up it's quite convoluted finish but, it off in the oven I've, mm. I think we'll get a nice yeah it, there's, a, there's nice, a lot of uh, textures going on there's a there lot is, of, there's a lot of bold flavours there's layers um, there's but, layers to this like a lasagna yeah but if it's written right and those you mm. know ingredients are just balanced just right you know just like spicing you know like it should work you know, there's all the ingredients. You know, Jeff Goldblum, Kevin Bacon, a dog. Yeah. Uh, you know. What more do you want? What yeah. more do you? Want? I think we we we've we've thrown all the ingredients in. You know, we, we've maybe tweaked some ingredients so it's not mm. overpowering in certain areas. Mm. I think we've got a well balanced dish here. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, let us know your thoughts. Is mm. is this a film that you would like to be see made? Are you listening from Hollywood and suddenly thinking yeah. these guys are onto something? Yeah. I like to pay them to uh, to, to to sit mm. in a, in a room and uh, come up with these sort of concepts. Yeah, and, and equally, if you think there's any other ingredients that are very essential that should go into it, yeah. or you know, or or should go into any resurrection style film, you know, just give us a shout. I tell you what, though, what cast: Tom Hanks, Kevin Bacon, and Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Oh, that's fucking awesome! And a Saint Bernard was that what Hooch was? Or no, was no, you're thinking of Beethoven. Uh, Ho- yeah, that's Hooch right. Was, was, Hooch was oh, God, oh, it's a big, it's a big I'm, slobbering one. Wasn't I'm, it? I'm not very good with um, uh, is it breeds. An no, I don't know. He's, I'm, I'm not, not really very good, good at breeds. breeds yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I also get confused with Turner and Hooch. Not with the films Turner and Hooch and K9, but which. Which one's Turner, which, which one's Hooch? Which, <laughs> no, 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 which, one's, which one's Hooch and which one's the dog from K9? Oh, right, okay. okay. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, I think there's enough uh, enough of that. Um, yeah. And if, you, if you've been listening this long, 
<laughs> well done. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. We like you. <laughs> let's move on. Your conversation makes interesting listening. Phalange, frogs, foreskin, flappy, Fluff, flappy flaps, fluffy, fluffy. Uh, I don't know. Do you reckon this will fluffy work? Fluffy flaps. Do you reckon this would work? I'm, um, I don't know. I thought maybe if I said an, enough f words, that would you know, okay, d- d- expel this. Um, uh, no, I, I think it'd anger the spirit. The guy couldn't say F, so now you're just like like throwing mm. Fs right, left, and centre. F bombs, Fing and Jeffing all over the place. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It's it's, it's kind of um, unless oh, unless oh, shit. Maybe maybe it's a bit like a seance, and maybe if I said more Fs, F related words, you'd actually appear. Who knows? But um, no, I, don't, I don't like this. This is way too close to like sort of Candyman territory. Yeah, yeah. I do feel like you're being watched. I feel a bit like I'm being watched, but um, I always I feel I like know. somebody's watching me. Yeah, watching me. But uh, oh, well, this is my phone. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> went off in my pocket. It's a vibrate, and it's um, oh, uh, oh, who's this? Oh, it's Pablo. Shanceris. Uh, I go on then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. see, yeah, see yeah, what right, he's got to say for himself. I just don't over that Halloween episode. Hello. Flamingos! <laughs> yeah, all right, Pablo, how are you doing? Very well, very well. Um, I just what, did, said, what, did, what did you say, flamingos? Um, yeah, Tandem Mountain Up and um, it's, it's um, just my new greeting. Another F word. Another F word. We're just playing a game of the F word, F, of F's, F words. What a strange coincidence. <laughs> Ooh. Um, but yeah, are you all right anyway? Spooky, can he? Yeah, all, all is good. Um, I had a trip home recently, which was which was eventful. Um, yeah. But yeah, just been. Um, I've had I've had thoughts of resurrection on my mind, mm-hmm. um, and as a as a fan of uh, literature, I've mm. uh, been digging out the old Frankenstein oh, and yeah. common misconception. Everybody always says he's not called Frankenstein. He's Frankenstein's monster. He's not mm, true. But in reality, in the book, he does. It is referenced that um, he takes on the name of his um, creator, and his name is Frankenstein. Therefore, the monster is Frankenstein. But does, oh, it, right. does he take on the name of Victor? Well, I, I, it, it's said. Uh, I think it's basically said that he's taken on the name, and then it's never referenced yeah. after that. But essentially, yeah. you know. That's interesting. I'm I'm looking forward to the next time that comes up as a as a as a, a debate and someone goes well, actually because then yeah goes, well, actually. well if you continue to read <laughs> Mary Shelley's if you'd actually <laughs> bothered to read the book in the first place yeah yeah that'd be yeah. quite satisfying mm. but it's quite quite dated quite boring yeah, yeah. but have There's you been a... um have you been resurrecting any people in ways by sort of wearing their flesh after having Take a flesh, there's another F word. F's everywhere. Fetish. After Fetish. taking their face Oof. off. <laughs> face off. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I've, I've been um, um, filleting. Um, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Filleting. Fabulous. 
Um, but yeah, but I was thinking on the basis of Frankenstein's monster, and I thought, what would be Frankenstein's monster? So what would be the equivalent of a monster for Frankenstein or the monster or whatever you want to call him? I'm, I'm not going to tell you what to call him, but you know, you're wrong if you call him the wrong thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I've, I've basically just um, been digging up bits and pieces, putting them together, and what I thought would be the worst is um, essentially just a, a, a tiny withered old man. Um, I'm, I've got no reason why I came to that conclusion, but it was it was the only bits I could find. Um, okay. Yeah, just sewn them together, filled them full of sausage meat, um, <laughs> like a car battery. Um, mm. Put it together, see see what happened. Essentially, it was just a really kind of like warped sausage roll. Smelly uh, one as well, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it didn't didn't really work. Um, yeah. The only thing that it was resurrected was my lunch from earlier that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, d- just for the listeners, by the way, if you're listening to this and thinking, what the hell is Pablo talking about? Basically, Pablo has some tendencies to mm. take the lives of certain individuals mm. and then take their skin and do things with it. Mm-hmm. I've got a fetish for filleting the flesh, Ooh. if you will. God, we're on a roll here with the uh, the old again. Ass. I don't know if this is just going to rep- anger Billy Piper. It was repetition. It would it would anger um, whoever does call my bluff mm. or whatever it's called. Just a minute. That's the one. Mm. Bit of radio four for you. Highbrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, no. Well, um, I don't, I don't know. I'm quite enjoying this F thing. I, I, I'm thinking, you know, uh, we we tend to usually have a bit of a game, don't we? Um, we do yeah. in our podcast. Don't know if you're up for uh, having a bit of fun and frolics. Some more F's there, yeah. uh, Pablo. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm um, feeling festive. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, this <laughs> one is called "Let's Have an F Off." We're having an F off. Okay, so the concept of this game is um, you're going to take it in turns. Uh, We're going to play a number of rounds where a topic is given and you each take turns to say a word beginning with F. The first person who fails to give an F word um, loses that round and the other person wins points. Should we say five rounds? Another F there? With that four or five, yeah, five sounds four good. Four or five. I find so- that favourable. Oh, <laughs> fan dabby dozy. Fantastic. Um, yeah, and obviously the winner being the person with the most points at the end. Um, so, are you guys up for it? Fuck yeah. Now, I wonder whether... Um, I'm just trying to think how we decide who goes first. Um I haven't got a coin. I wanted to do a, a flip a coin kind of thing. Uh, rock, paper, scissors. I know this is a, a, an audio medium. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, go, go. Rock, 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 paper, scissors, stone. Oh. I'll, I'll sort of narrate. So, okay. Both Adam and Pablo have their hands held aloft. Three, two, one. Ooh. I, uh, we can't see what you did, Pablo. <laughs> changed it then oh no no it was totally off camera anyway um just for the viewers there adam did rock pablo did scissors good old rock i'm a man of honor i'm a man of principles principles. tip of the cap to you sir adam would you 
care to go first in the Fs of the first topic that we introduced? Or would you like Pablo to go first? Um, because of Pablo's honesty and integrity and the rock purposes around, I will uh, allow first player to, to Pablo. Yeah. Oh, thank oh, you, Adam. And, and just to say as well, um, we'll allow um, a five... No, five seconds, is that quite long? Uh, how much hesitation do you reckon we should allow before... Does five seconds seem like a long time? No, no, yeah, I think that's good. Let's go for five seconds. Because, yeah, yeah, because actually you might need to have a bit of a... Okay, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go. If there's a fi- more than five-second hesitation... Burp. Yeah, or, do, or should we just do that you concede? Oh, God, I'm making this more convoluted. Let's just see what happens, for Christ's sake. Does Johnny, um, Johnny realise that he's the only one talking? Yeah, 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 yeah are we still yeah, recording? Yeah, yeah. Is this going to be edited? Okay. 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 So, the first topic is food. Fish fingers. Fish and chips. Fillet of fish. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Fillet of steak. Fangs. What? Fangs. Fangs. Yeah, you, well, you get like bone marrow type. Stuff the inside the enamel. Bullshit. I had fondue. I, I had fondant. I was gonna do. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's no. Burp. Um, so what point... my mum used to give were back in the day. From nice, nice hot bowl of uh, fangs. A falafel. I said that earlier. Fangs. <laughs> yeah. Fri- fried. Hold on, fried the, egg. In fangs. Th. Who <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, so uh, that's... Uh, I'm going to say 10 points to Adam. I quite like it when points are awarded as, like, a, a bigger number than just one. Yeah. So 10 points go to Adam. Nil pois pour Pablo. Oh, so yeah, I should have gone for flesh. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean... Uh, yeah. Okay. I can argue with that. That, that covers a lot I, of bases. I, I always I go with long pig, so to me it's it. But, yeah, flesh yeah, is... Yeah. Yeah. Fangs. Well, Okay, so the next okay. category, um, next category is, and Adam, you'll be going first on this. Yes, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Animals, fox, ferret, fish. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, uh, Mr. Fox. Yeah, that's <laughs> Oh, that's another 10 points to Adam, I'm afraid. <laughs> a lot harder than it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is like nursery school st- sort of grade stuff. Or whatever. <laughs> but this, is why I, this is why I meticulously plan all my abductions slash murders <laughs> um, alleged. Is yeah. because on, on on the pressure of the moment, I'm, 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 I'm a uh, flounder and fail. Yeah. Oh, ah! Look at that. If only could pull that together in the game. <laughs> yeah, no, that's very impressive. Yeah. Like a... Full on fallopian I'm, fungus. I'm, I'm, I'll be frank with you, I'm festering. <laughs> um, okay, so that's 20 points to Adam. Mm-hmm. No points to Pablo yet, but mm-hmm. there's still time to redeem yourself. Um, okay, this one is. Um, names of actors, and it can be either the, 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 the first name or the surname beginning with an F. Go. Oh, Francis Ford Capella. Yep. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Um, Frank. 
Bruno. <laughs> has Frank Bruno acted? Um, he has acted. He's acted in things. Has he? Okay, well, we'll, let's we'll, keep pull, we'll pull up that IMBD <laughs> later on, but uh, Frank Boyle, we mentioned him earlier, Young Frankenstein. Frank, Frank Boyle. Boyle. Okay. Um, Francisco. <laughs> Burp. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Okay. It's hard. How many actors must have? We, we had first our surname as well, but that's mm. it's harder than you think. I've got I've gone dry, love. I've gone dry. <laughs> James Franco. James Franco. Uh, yeah, I can really. <laughs> okay, okay. So another ten points to Adam. So that's thirty nil. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong list. I've got animals, brains, science, bacon, and innocent children. Um, that's a shopping list. <laughs> that's from earlier. <laughs> that's my shopping list. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Here's one. Um, so, song titles. Adam, go first. <laughs> fuck. Um, fuck it up. Fucking up. Neil Young, fucking up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Adam. Um, future. <laughs> um, um, Fantastic Max, the theme tune to Fantastic Max, the uh, 1990s children's television program. Okay, okay. okay. Final, final <laughs> countdown, Europe. Final countdown, Europe. Um, Fiesta, the Pogues. Oh, fuck. Um, Fuck. <laughs> oh, I went to pot. Only to get, well, yeah. I went to pieces. Yeah, that was hard. I fragmented. To be fair, yeah. I didn't. For your, for your eyes only? <laughs> yeah. I mean, even even now, when I've had a pause from the, out of the pressure of it, I can't think of anything. Uh, this is why we can never be surgeons. Full Adam. rushing. Um, okay, so 30 10. 10 points to Pablo there. Now then, the final, final topic. Hmm. Ah, I haven't quite decided on. Um, hmm. I wonder whether... Film titles. Well, that, that would be apt. We've had food, let's have yeah. film. Okay, let's do it. final round, film. Pablo, go first. Fantastic Four. French Connection. Fantastic Four 2, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just keep going, keep going. Uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Fantastic Four 2006, uh, 2015 uh, reboot. Okay. Th this will run out shortly. Okay. Um, Fracture. Fever Pitch. <laughs> I, I literally the, the fly. Oh, Can I have the, the fly? fly? Fargo. Fargo. Fear and loathing in Freddy Las Vegas. Freddie got fingered. Freddie like versus Jason. Friday the Thirteenth. Why is it so hard to win the game? <laughs> Freddie's dead. The final nightmare. Uh, for your eyes only. I said it just a moment ago. Yeah. Could have had that. Fletch. Could have had that. Fletch, Fletch lives. Fletch lives. <laughs> the entire Friday the Thirteenth franchise. Uh, we could have gone there all day. Why did it? Why did it go? I froze. Mm. That's what happened. Mm. I froze. Well, it doesn't matter because, you know, it's still, you know, yes, Pablo won 10 points there, but it wasn't enough. Uh, that was the final round, and Adam unfortunately wins this one 30 20. The end. <laughs>
Yes. Mm. So that's the end of, of, of our F off. Well, I wouldn't be pried back at least mm. Mm. after a poor initial start. You did. I mm. I fell down at the last hurdle. The last you did furlong. If fall you will. down. <laughs> Falling down. That was another film. Yeah. Maybe. All right. Yeah. Good film. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Um, yeah. Oh well. Um, that was a bit of fun. Anyway, I think it was. It was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shall we move on? Yeah. Okay. So that brings us on to the final part of the podcast, which is Pablo's. Films not to eat food by. So, films that you should not eat food by because they are so grotesque and stomach churning. Something yeah, like that. That's the general idea, Johnny. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, yeah. That's, uh, that's the conceits that we've got, uh, Adam. Mm. Um, mm, do yes. you want to just play, play my music and we'll just get on with this? Uh, Indubitably. Let, let's drop it like it's flat. If you're going to spew, spew into this. Well, uh, Johnny and Adam, uh, this uh, this episode, I've decided to go for Ravenous. No, oh. no, no, no. Not the um, early 2000 or possibly late 1990s. I, I don't know. Guy Pearce film mm-hmm. with Robert Carlyle. Not that one, although that's quite a good one. I may do that another time. Uh-huh. Um but I've decided to go contemporary. I've gone for Ravenous, uh, which is a new uh, addition to Netflix recently. Mm-hmm. Um, came out in 2017. It's a French-Canadian zombie horror set in Quebec. Mm. Yes. Um, Alouette, Jeanty Alouette, etc. <laughs> um, yes, in, in the native uh, tongue, it's known as uh, Les Affaires. Ooh. Um, which, depending on where I look, I mean, I, I don't know the language of French, um, but it's either the starving mm. or the hunger, the hungry. Mm. Mais oui. Ah uh, oui. Uh, is, uh, is le possibility. Uh. Je ne comprends. Mm. Um, but yes, uh, but uh, Ravenous, now it's on Netflix, they've given it a proper name. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I came over all Nigel Farage there. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're going to give it a, over they're here. Giving a British name. <laughs> going to have to give myself 10 lashes with the birch for that one. Um, yes, Farage, but, uh, that's Ravenous. another F word. Oh, oh, yeah, it's an F word. It's a four letter F word. Not literally, of course. Farage I, is more than four letters, but. We could I have believe- scumbags as. Yeah, uh, yeah, just twats. Uh, yeah, twats. Anyway. Well, I believe it's also, um, I think it's Urdu or something for um, a yeah, camel's vagina. What, Farage? Farage. <laughs> Farage. If I'm not mistaken, I may be just phonetically. You know, I don't know if it's spelt, but I'm, like Farage. Apparently. So kind of like the plumage on its Farage was a mirage. And you know, like they the say surnames, you often come from professions, you know, like a, like a, a glover. Or a blacksmith, you know, something like that. Something <laughs> like that, for example. Somebody so, who tends to camels' vaginas. Yeah, so was he a, a camel gynecologist, or did he just, his, an, his ancestors just like have a think, particular <laughs> interest in, in camels' Do you flaps? think when his ancestors eventually quit the profession, they, uh, they're, they're, they're left with the hump? Now I'm flaccid. Now I'm flaccid. Oh, oh my. Oh. Um, well, anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> essentially, it's a um, it's it's a post-apocalyptic zombie film. So, mm. but it's all in French. So, if you don't like your mm. subtitles, then go 
subtitles. Yeah, just watch Mrs. Brown's Boys or something. But you pathetic ass Philistines. Again, again, highbrow with all my hijinks. Dear oh dear. But yeah, it's essentially it's a post-apocalyptic. So there's some sort of thing that's happened where zombies or the hungry or the starving, the ravenous, some might say. Yeah, well, we're going about two minutes, 20 seconds-ish before First Blood, so it's very, very good on that. That's uh, quick. That, that's, that is quick. That's full, full first, type. First Blood, that was another film. Sorry. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, but yeah, yeah two, uh, about two minutes, 20 seconds, and it, there's a little bit of a low, but it, it does keep up quite well. Mm. Um, the zombies are done very well. It, it's a, yeah, a kind of... Um, they've still got a little bit of a... It, it seems almost more demonic, or there's some sort of... Um, weird connection because there's a bit of laughter they move very um mm. um i don't know surreptitious they've got a very funny way about them they're not um, rotting and flesh hanging off them or anything like that there's though. not much of that there's the odd little bit um from my research i saw they won some sort of um canadian award for special effects mm. um but yeah, um, but uh, you've got uh, was it Mark Andre Grandi is the main guy Bonim Bonin, Monier um, Cock Chokri, Monier Cock what? <laughs> cock chocolate yeah, is Tanya, and uh, the best the best person in the film is uh, Brigitte Poupard. <laughs> oh, so like yeah, so I should do more French. foreign films, shouldn't I? I should yeah, really, yes, should do more just for the pronunciation. Well, she's yeah. Celine. Um, and she's the best performance in the film, as I say. Yeah, she's a machete-wielding maniac, um, but she's in a kind of like a. You, you, you get the impression that something's happened to her. Um, she may have lost a child, lost a family, all this sort of stuff. So she's in a professional businesswoman suit, but when she wields a machete uh, and goes into battle, she goes in screaming and chopping up uh, zombies left, right, and centre. So she's. Uh, but yeah, but her, her performance is excellent. You get, you, you very much get the impression that uh, she's damaged goods. Um, but yes, um, but yeah, but it's 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 generally uh, seen as some sort of comment on Quebec politics. But uh, obviously, I had no interest in that. It just seemed, um, yeah, it was just, it's kind of a dystopian zombie film with a little bit of ennui sprinkled in, a mm. uh, bit of French there. Um, but yeah, yeah but. Well, it's very interesting that the, the the zombies seem to really like chairs and they build mountains. Like kind of. Oh like yeah, I saw that from the trailer. Yeah, that appears in the trailer that they're building like a some sort of monument or structure. And uh, what? What? Why? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. If that's like a, a Quebec French Canadian thing that like they'll see a chair and go, oh, I see what they did there. Oh. What does a tra- chair yeah. represent? Is it? They like know. chairs. Stability, yeah. sitting. Do they think the chair is the the, the, the uh, representation or an extension of your soul? Of humanity? Well, could, Are they rejecting humanity by, well, by burning I, I could, chairs? I could go deep and say that it possibly um, is a manifestation of uh, the, the need for groups of people to form religion and uh, a group belonging. It's, it's almost a, a pyre to whatever zombie god they worship. Um, it, it did remind me of the Wicker Man. That that's it. Just just a big structure. I mean, that's the only parallel I'm drawing from it. Because people making a big structure, mm. and well, I mean, we didn't see him burn it, but I had the assumption that they then set it on fire. No, well, 
Well, to be honest, uh, that was the one thing that, as the film went on, I, I did enjoy it, and th- there was lots of uh, zombie uh, moments. There's, there's a very good moment where there's a fella who you would think would know better, but after the zombie holocaust, seems likes to go about and jump out at people and go, <laughs> um, and give them a fright. Oh, uh, that old see him chestnut. a couple of times, and, and then one time you see him, he gets dispatched quite quickly by a nervous person with a shotgun. Mm. Um, and everybody kind of placates it very quickly and says, oh, no, he got bitten. He was bitten. He was uh, bitten. He wasn't bitten. He wasn't bitten. He was just a twat. He was just an idiot. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, but it's, it's, it's generally all right. But that was the main thing that left me at the end of the film is why, why are they building the, the chair statues? Uh, well, stairs, uh, chair structures, I suppose, would be the more appropriate. Mm. So that was um, explained. Not really. I mean, there, there's a lot of kind of like philosophical, there's a lot of like ennui and people talking back and forth about what what is the meaning of now. It, there's a, a kind of um, George A. Romero vibe in, you know, a little bit of, you know, once people are dead, they, they, they kind of go back to the base impulses and what are people's base mm-hmm. impulses. And obviously in those films, um, like uh, Dawn of the Dead, it's, it's all like shopping and what people have been used to, the kind of, mechanic, sort of thing. yeah, the mechanical behaviour that people have been used to, but um, it, it kind of skews in a very religious way of like kind of once on a very base level they they all seem to work in acts and obviously you get in the the Walking Dead or other kind of films where you get zombies working together mm, tribal um, yeah. humans yeah, yeah. it's like a pack mentality or yeah. almost like a, a hive like ants or, or whatever mm. but they, they do seem to have like a, there's a bit of individuality with with them but also a kind of malevolent force on top so it, it, they've done zombies in a, in a very interesting way and I, I would yeah. I would potentially like to see the, the zombies transferred from this film to another with um, with Celine along for the ride um, but generally, it, it was an alright film. I was quite, you know, I yeah, felt. I, 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 I must admit, the, the trailer is uh, appealing. I'm definitely going to have to watch it. It's, it's on Netflix, isn't it, currently? It is on Netflix. Yeah. Um, that, that's the name change. I, I don't know if that's just for the, the, the international or European audience. But, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, it's um, now Ravenous on um, Netflix. Just came on about, well, the, the start of March, I believe. Mm. So um, yeah, available now. As a, it's um, got um, subtitles on, but you know, you could potentially, if you're really offended by such things, just kind of tune it out and just watch. Mm-hmm. There's the, the, the chopping and the the biting and the scratching. Mm-hmm. But the, the, it's few and far between. There's a lot more kind of um, you know the the wandering of the the lost soul and you know mm-hmm. what do we do now and. You know, and the like. But uh, when it does happen, it, it's satisfactory, and you can tell it's not been done in a massive budget, so they've done very well for for what mm. they've got. I think one one thing that I think it's difficult for filmmakers to do around zom- the zombie film genre in, in general is do something that's original. Mm. Um, it's, it's harder and harder because there's so much out there, and there's so many themes that have been you know visited and revisited and and, and done over and ashed over again, parodied and whatever else. Mm. Do you think it does bring something new? Is it a fresh idea? Yeah. There's a a little bit more of I mean, obviously, people people take up arms because it it starts off at the very start of the outbreak at a racing track uh, where a racing car driver, his girlfriend, um, or some woman gets bitten, and then it kind of um, zooms forward to well after. So these people are going 
essentially roundabout um, in a pickup truck and um, if they see any zombies they'll try and take them out um, or they're, they're all looking for survivors but there's been less and less survivors mm. and and very early on the survivors you do meet to a few and far between do quickly get dispatched um, but it, it, it's not if you want high octane it's not that but it is very suspenseful mm. and when there are payoffs the payoffs are good mm. um and yeah, and it, it kind of it did leave me feeling more uh, wanting more. But as I say, I think there were certain things that I would like to have been explained. But then equally, with the type of film that it is, then you know it's probably in there to not be explained. That, that's yeah. that's you know is wanting you to to question and think think yeah. for yourself, which yeah. is always a good thing. Yeah. No, I, I must admit from the trailer. For me, it, it it looked like a different kind of zombie film. I guess mm. like you see so many that just you know, yeah, yeah, since a zombie film, but that, yeah, it looked like it had a little something else to offer. So I'm definitely well, going to give it a watch. Yeah. Well, it it did win the um, best Canadian film at the 2017 Toronto International Film Festival. Um, I'm not sure how wide that category was, but um, but of the Canadian films that year, it won. So um, yeah, no, it's definitely worth a watch, and um, mm. I think if you know if you like to see you go and have a little bit of a think at the same time, it's, it's definitely worth your time. And what rating would you give it on a go or a? Mm, well, I think Johnny and Adam, I would give it. Um, I will give it four stacked chairs out mm. of. That's quite well, a high rate. That's yeah. one of the highest ratings you've, you've given in a while, to be fair, Pablo. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a big one. Well, I mean, that may change over time, but uh, for, for the moment, I, I, I like what I saw, mm. and it was good. Um, you know, if, if, if you can have an intensive viewing experience and just kind of just just have that on and nothing else, then, yeah, it's... Uh, I think... I think oh, actually, sorry, I'm going to reassess. It's going to be three chairs and a stool. So we're talking. I feel like I feel like uh, just by by questioning, I've talked you down. That wasn't my intent. I I promise. Mm. Uh, The the filmmakers of the Ravenous are going to be listening to this. (laughs) Just furious. I'd say say three and a half is still a pretty decent rating. From what I understand from Quebec, that if you don't say anything in French, they're not going to listen anyway. So you know. So um, Jacques, you. See, I don't even know in Merd. 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 Un gom. Yeah. Le regular. Yeah, so un pantalon. Yeah. Well, Mary Antoinette was right. Let them eat cake. Let them eat it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Or brioche or whatever it is these Ooh, days. So. Brioche, yeah. Ooh, brioche. Pan of chocolat. Oh. Oh, well, well no, that's um, that was a nice recommendation there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, one not to eat along to i assume but um excellent so what have you got planned for the rest of your evening uh, i've got to clean up that like tiny old man who's full of like rancid burnt sausage meat mm, um, sounds a bit grim sounds like a like a giant haggis mm. well, i'm gonna i'm gonna check this car battery if i can get that out dust that off i, I might you know mm. just sell that down the uh the the old um car battery selling place where would you scrapyard scrapyards yeah, we'll say scrapyards. <laughs> yeah, fair days. Yeah, well, have fun with that. And, uh, yeah. Well, um, just seeing what time it is. Shall we uh, bid you adieu for next time, then? Um, oh, yeah, anyway, see you later.
Oh. Good night. Sleep tight. Later, Don't let the French Canadian zombies bite. Mm. Farewell. Bon we. Well, now that brings us to an end of this resurrection-themed episode of Food yeah. to Watch Films by. Yeah, we're, we're back from the ashes, and I hope you enjoyed it as well. You know, it's been it's yeah. been, been good to. Uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Back. Yeah, yeah, a lot of fun frolics and fornication. No, no, there was no fornication. <laughs> <laughs> we're in until after the show, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> but um, may we? Um, we hope you've enjoyed it, and yeah. um, you know it's. And I know I've span a bit of a yarn, the whole case with Billy Piper. And, you know, you're probably expecting that some hideous end is going to befall us, as has happened on a number of episodes now, uh, mm-hmm. where something insane has happened. Pablo yeah. either coming at us with a chainsaw or... or um, yeah, to be fair, I've I've been killed off, I think, about three out. times in this yeah, podcast you've been killed already. off a few times. Yeah, so we've yeah. had a, a, a horrific fire. We've had... Yeah, that's you know, happened. Nazis capturing us and taking us away. We and, did escape um, the Nazis in style, to be honest. Yeah. And the Temple of Doom, we escaped the Temple of yeah, Doom. Yeah, we escaped the Temple of Doom. Um... um I'm trying to, you, you went off to heaven once, I think, didn't you? And, yeah, probably. Uh, I was possessed. Hell, hell, I, I was possessed by Zool yeah, at one point as well. Um, so, yeah. so, you know, um, if anything, if this is the first episode you've heard and you like and you're listening to what we've just been saying there, that's a nice little flavour of some of the other treats that are in store if you listen back on some of our episodes. If this is the first time you've listened to the podcast and have no frame of reference as well and you've actually got this far into the podcast... Yeah, kudos. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, and we'll see. But um, but yeah, no, we're um, uh, we'll we'll bid you adieu. And um, yeah. I don't know about you, Adam, but um, I'm looking forward to next Friday. What you mean? Right, you mean Friday? Yeah, that's what I said. Friday. You're missing off the F. You're not pronouncing the F. A Friday. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I, I can say my. I can say my. I can say. I can say, I can say it, I can say... Johnny, are you okay? Johnny? There is no Johnny, only Billy. I'm just fucking with you, man, of course I got <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, sorry, it was, it, 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 it was all just a prank. The, you're a dick. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving! Bye! Bye. <laughs> You've been listening to Food to Watch Films by, brought to you by Johnny, Adam and Pablo. If you like what you hear, then don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes, share an episode with a friend or a family member, and basically just um, continue to enjoy our podcast and love us. Otherwise, we will find you and we will kill you. Thanks for listening. Bye.